Epilogue In 2002, I was asked to go back to Poland to make a documentary. I wavered because I wanted to go, but at the same time, I didn't want to. I hadn't been back there since the war. In the end, I did decide to go. The Rosh Hashanah before we left, the 45 Aid Society journal came out, which I always read from cover to cover. I always want to know what is going on with the boys. In the journal, I read the story of a man named Jakob Gutenbaum, who had been in Skarzysko and was liberated in Theresienstadt. He had gone back to Warsaw after the war to look for his father and uncle, who had run away to the Soviet Union at the beginning of the war. Like many people had, with great difficulty, he had found his uncle, but unfortunately, his father had died in Siberia. Gutenbaum stayed in Poland after the war and studied there. He became a university professor and was well known. At one point, he had also been the chair of the Polish organization called Children of the Holocaust. When I read his story, I decided that since I was going to Poland for the first time and didn't know anybody, I would like to meet him. I telephoned the chair of the 45 Aid Society, whom I knew well, and asked him if he had any information about this man. He said he did, that he had been in Schlieben with him, and he gave me his phone number. I phoned this man, told him I had been in Skarzysko, and that I wanted to meet him when I come to Warsaw. When we arrived in Warsaw, I made arrangements for him to come and have tea with Dorothy and me at the hotel where we were staying. When he arrived, well-dressed, the first question he asked me was how I had survived the selection at Skarzysko, since few young people survived that day. I told him my story and how cats had saved my life. When I finished telling him my story, I asked him how he had survived. He responded that he had been selected by Schultz to die and described how they were driven into a ring guarded by the SS and Ukrainians. They had machine guns, and anyone who tried to run away was shot. Still, some people tried to run. While they were being held in this circle, Gutenbaum bit the hand of a nearest German or Ukrainian to him so hard that the guard let go, and in the mayhem he ran. They shot after him, but he managed to hide until the next morning when he was sent to Schlieben with the rest of the survivors. When Gutenbaum got up to say goodbye, I noticed that one of his shoes was built up by about five centimeters. I hadn't noticed that when he came in, nor had I noticed that he had a slight limp. Jakob was the only child in Skarzysko Werkse who had a genetic fault. His right leg was shorter than his left, and he had a limp. I started crying when I realized whom I had been talking to, and I still get tears in my eyes when I tell this story today. When I told him who I was, it meant nothing to him. I pictured him in rags, limping, and I remembered thinking that he had been murdered as a sacrificial lamb for me. So it meant a great deal to me, but I don't think he even remembered that we had been such close friends. We kept in touch a little after that first meeting, 
although our friendship was never really rekindled, but I no longer had to mourn him.